This is Eitan Erkowitz at the Peterson Institute for International Economics. British Prime Minister Theresa May announced that she's going to be holding snap elections in early June before the Brexit negotiations start. Joining me is Jacob Kierkegaard to discuss this. Thank you for joining me, Jacob. My pleasure. So why did Theresa May um, decide to hold these snap elections? I think it's a combination of several things. I mean, fundamentally, the political temptation to do so just probably got too big. I mean, if you look at the latest opinion polls from the UK, the Conservatives are now 20 points ahead of the Labour Party, which is obviously suffering under, you know, Jeremy Corbyn's, uh, shall we say, erratic leadership. So she has a chance to, if you believe the polls, uh, to get really a crushing majority. And uh, that proved too big uh, a temptation. At the same time, I think it's clear that now that the Article 50 negotiations have started, the clock is ticking, we know that Theresa May will, if she wants a deal, need to make some really hard compromises on issues like immigration, money, and other things. Uh, and that would likely upset part of her own party. Uh, and they may even uh, uh, vote against her. Uh, so by now going to the British people, asking for her own personal mandate, uh, likely a bigger majority, she'll be in a much better position to basically tell her own sort of hardcore pro-Brexit right-wing uh, people to take a hike. Uh, so it greatly, potentially at least, strengthens her ability to uh, implement the kind of Brexit that she wants. So how will this actually, if she wins, how would this actually affect the Brexit negotiations going forward? Well, I mean, as I see it, it would be a mistake to think that, you know, a re-elected Theresa May, even with a landslide victory, would actually gain, in my opinion, much advantage vis-a-vis uh, -vis the other EU members. Because the basic logic of Article 50 remains, you know, the two-year window is here. If there's no deal at the end of the process, uh, you have a very bad scenario for the UK economy. But uh, what it does uh, is that it greatly strengthens Theresa May domestically and particularly in her own party because it basically means that she's likely to be able to push through the likely uh, required tough compromises relatively to sort of an ultra-hard Brexit that some in her party wants. Uh, and therefore, what this probably does is that it reduces ultimately the sort of risk that you're going to have what markets call a cliff edge, that the UK is going to crash out without a deal, because ultimately Theresa May is now domestically potentially in a better position to impose one. So is this vote really going to be a referendum on Brexit? Well, I think that that's really one of the open questions. Uh, uh, there is certainly the risk that this is just going to be a rerun of the referendum. But I think uh, at the same time, the, it's a real possibility that actually Article 50 is now uh, uh, go, uh, have started, has started, and both the main parties, the Conservatives and the Labour Party, are in favour of going through with Brexit. And it may just be that voters are act have already moved on that basically rather than relitigate the whole Brexit, uh, remain, leave thing, they want to talk about the sort of traditional bread and butter local political issues, you know, how is healthcare, income inequality, the dominance of London, uh, and other sort of retail political issues. So that Brexit in the campaign, ironically, because this is very important for the way Brexit unfolds, may not be as decisive as many think. 
So if she loses and another party like the Labour Party win, do you see any difference with the Brexit negotiations? Well, I think if she loses uh, and the UK needs to have uh, either another prime minister or perhaps more likely that she needs to enter into negotiations with another party to have a coalition government, this will certainly greatly offset the uh, timetable for any Brexit. But I think uh, unless you have a sort of miraculous recovery of the Liberal Democrats, which is the only party that have said that they're sort of campaigning to keep the UK in the uh, uh, EU, then it's not ultimately going to change Brexit. But certainly if she loses, although right now it doesn't look like she will, uh, the timetable for Brexit uh, will become even more compressed because who knows how long it's going to take to negotiate a potential new government uh, and the two-year clock is still ticking. Thank you, Jacob. My pleasure.